Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to The Nexus Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley, owner of Nexus Family Chiropractic, and we are here today because we're going to have a conversation surrounding the topic of productivity. Now, you heard me in my last podcast where we talked about presence. We're going to follow that up with this conversation of one of many that we're going to have where we talk about productivity and what it actually means to be productive and what that looks like inside of your life from a multitude of different aspects. So kick back and relax and enjoy as we take a little journey through the brain and productivity. Before we jump down the rabbit hole of productivity, we got to have a conversation just to take a little trip back into what we talked about last time in the last episode, which is all about presence. Now, in order to be present, what we're literally talking about is your ability to just be in the moment in time without any distractions, without fear of the future, without worry of the past, or any of the things that may distract you from actually just being present in the moment. So when we talked about when we talked about presence last time, I'm going to encourage you if you haven't listened to that episode, then go back, listen to it. It will give you a little bit of context before I share some of these stories with you for what's coming up in the future because in order to be productive, you first have to have presence. You first have to come from a place of being able to be aware of what exactly is happening around you and making sure that you're not worrying about the future, you're not worrying about the past, but you're actually focused on exactly what is in front of you in any given moment in time. Now this doesn't matter if you're playing video games, it doesn't matter if you're at work. It doesn't matter if you're spending time with your kids. It doesn't matter if you're playing sport, whatever it is. The perfect example of me for presence would look like this. When I go out into the ocean in the morning to surf, nothing else is on my mind. And if it is, then I'm not being present. If I'm worrying about the clients that I have coming into the office for the day while I'm out in the ocean surfing, doing the thing that I love to do the most that actually gets me fired up to serve people and take care of people at a higher level, then I'm not being present and it's taking away from my enjoyment of surfing which like I just shared with you, actually gives me the ability to be more productive and take care of people at a higher level and give better adjustments and give better care and be more present with Heather when I get home in the evening. So to be present is ultra important because it ultimately leads into this conversation of productivity, which we're going to have. Now, if you heard a little bit of my backstory, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to the origin story so you understand where I came from. But I used to be a high school English teacher. And here's one of the things that I saw. Before I was under chiropractic care for myself, I had a very interesting experience inside of the classroom. I thought I was going to be super passionate about teaching, but I didn't realize that there was so much grading and there was so much bureaucracy and there was so much paperwork and there was always something pulling at my attention so I couldn't be present with my kids in the classroom. And ultimately, this affected my productivity because what happened was I got bored, so I stopped being productive. I actually quit grading papers. I just wouldn't do it. I refused to do it. I was known as a teacher who took forever to grade things, something I'm not proud of, but it's because I wasn't productive, but it all goes back to me not being able to to be present in the first place. I wasn't present because I was so upset. I was looking for, when am I going to make more money? What can I do to be happy? What can I do to help myself in the future? How can I live the life that I actually want to live? Because I had a college degree. I had a beautiful girlfriend who was going to be my wife soon. I had all the things that I was told I was supposed to have, yet I was still finding myself unfulfilled. And that unfulfillment led me to this place where I physically could not be productive inside of my job as a teacher. I was also coaching volleyball. I was also running an avid program. And all of these things combined, Even though I was good at them, I wasn't present and I really wasn't productive. I actually wasn't that great at them when I look back on it. If I would have given my full effort, I think it would be a totally different story. But here's what happened. When I was teaching, I met my chiropractor. And again, this is all in the origin story, so I'm not going to go through it with you. But I met my chiropractor and something very interesting started happening to me as I started getting adjusted. And I realized that I started getting more passionate about being productive. Now, I wasn't thinking to myself in my head at the time. I wasn't like, oh man, I just want to be more productive and get great papers graded and get things done. But what I found myself doing was focusing more on my work. Instead of worrying about when the bell was going to ring at three o'clock so I could go home and be in the gym, 
I was more concerned with how can I make a greater impact with my students? And as I had this conversation with myself of how can I make a greater impact with my students, I started working with other teachers, one of my teaching mentors, and we started developing our own teaching strategy. And that led into this place where I got better and better and we started getting really, really great results with teaching. Now, here's the deal. I started becoming productive as a result of the chiropractic care that I was under because the way it stimulates the brain when the spine is adjusted. Now, here's the other interesting thing. Even in work, when I was pretty unfulfilled and not really excited to do a lot of work, I started doing more and I started doing things on my outside. I started studying more and learning more about the brain so I could apply it in my classroom. I started being more productive. Here's the other thing that happened to me too. As most of you know, I was playing competitive volleyball, I was doing CrossFit, and I was teaching, and I was surrounded by a bunch of people and we were all doing the same things. We were all eating healthy, we were all training hard in the gym, and yet as soon as I started getting chiropractic care, I noticed a difference in my productivity levels on the court. And here's what they were is that I didn't need drugs and medication and knee braces and shoulder braces and back braces to play the game. I just got to enjoy it and be present. And as a result of that presence, I wasn't worried about getting injured. I could be fully productive on the court. And where guys would be exhausted after two or three matches, I was playing day after day after day after day and not getting exhausted. And I was recovering because I had the energy, because I had the productivity to produce and to perform. And this is the case, like I said, inside of my business, my business was teaching at the time and inside of sport that I was playing. Now, does this just work for me? No, absolutely not. It doesn't. One of our clients that we have loves to surf and he's had this uh, pretty severe back pain um, every time he tried to do a pop-up. And so one of the things that happened is we start adjusting him, we start taking care of him and his productivity on the surfboard goes up. And so what does that mean? You're probably wondering, what does productivity on the surfboard look like? Well, for him, every single time he was gonna pop up, he knew he was gonna have this back pain. He knew he was gonna have this little pain in his back anytime he would stand up onto his surfboard and that pain kept him from going as hard as he could. He wouldn't bottom turn as hard as he could. He wouldn't hit the lip at the top. He just generally speaking, played a little bit safer in the waves. And so this led to one, a lack of productivity in sport, but also just a lack of productivity in his life. He kind of felt like he was broken. He felt like, man, I'm at this age where I just need to start being careful and I can't play full out. That is absolutely not the case. Age has nothing to do with it. It's literally the way his nervous system functioning. And we started taking care of him. We got his brain back online and we got his body healing itself at hundred percent. Guess what happened? He started being more productive on the surfboard. He started being more productive in his business. And this brings us to another conversation about productivity, which I would argue is even more important. And that is the conversation of creating productive citizens in our society. Now, you and I think we can both agree that there are plenty of people who are not producing, they're not creating, they're only taking, and they're only consuming. And this creates a problem because if there's no one producing, if there's no one being productive, If there's no one creating new things for us to use in the future or creating new ideas and things of way the world is going to be taken care of as it ages and as we get older and our kids have to take care of us, then economically, we're going to have a problem. And this is what we see. Now, wherever you stand on the issue, just know that year after year for the last however many since the 1960s, the rates of autism have gone up and up and up. Now, some would argue that that is just a result of better diagnosis. But my question for you is when they predict that one in two kids are going to be diagnosed with autism by 2050, is that just better diagnosis? Were our kids one in, one in two of our kids autistic in the 1960s? Right now in the United States of America, we have 46% of our children, 46% of our children, 
diagnosed with chronic disease. That's just children. That doesn't even include adults. And so when we get into this conversation of productivity, I ask the question, what's going to happen in our future when we have people who are already young and not taking care of us and they're not being producers because they're too sick to do it? How are they going to be productive in the future? How productive are they going to be? Are they going to need caretakers? Are they going to need someone to take care of them? Are they going to need around the clock assistance because they can't take care of themselves because they're being diagnosed with these chronic diseases earlier and earlier and earlier. And as we see our kids get sicker and sicker and sicker, it becomes very present, at least to me, that we need to do something. We need to make a change because we need to have a productive society. We need to have a productive nation. And the only way to have that productivity is if our kids and our families and you and your husbands and your wives and your kids and your children and your grandchildren all have healthy functioning nervous systems, which controls every organ, tissue, and function in your entire body. And so when we have these conversations about productivity, we have to think about this. And that is, how do we want to set our kids up for the future? Because one of the things that I've seen time and time again inside of our office is that moms bring their kids in slightly hopeless. I had a conversation with a mom last week. She was asking me about her son and about uh, how the school system works in terms of getting kids extra help inside of the classroom. And as we had this conversation, one of the things that she realized is that Maybe her son doesn't actually have a learning disability, but there's something else going on, something inside of his brain, something inside of his nervous system that was preventing him from functioning, from experiencing life at the level he could have experienced at. And that lack of experience, that lack of expression of life, that lack of productivity that her son is having in the classroom is directly linked up to the way that his brain is functioning. Because here's what we know, is that all the things that make someone successful are not math, science, English, history skills. They're not. The things that actually make someone successful come from a very specialized part of the brain called the prefrontal cortex. That front part of the brain in the prefrontal cortex is responsible for your skills like goal setting, willpower, motivation, connection to others, empathy, emotional IQ, among many, many other things like creativity. And you see, if this part of the brain gets turned off or stops being stimulated properly, then it stops working. And these are all the things that make someone successful. So when we see kids in the classroom who have difficulty paying attention, they have difficulty making eye contact. They are hyper and they want to get up and they want to round and they, and they want to cause trouble and they want to do things to try and stimulate themselves. It becomes very abundant to me that it's not the kid's fault. That it's actually just a lack of proper function of their brain and their nervous system. Because the brain and nervous system controls all. It actually controls every experience that you and I have inside of our lives. So what does this look like in the classroom? For a kiddo who has trouble concentrating because they're bored learning English, because their body's stuck in the stress mode that it requires them is literally dumping hormones into their system that is telling them to get up and run around and get up and not pay attention. When the body's in stress mode, it cannot pay attention. It doesn't need to pay attention. It needs to do one of two things. It needs to fight or run away. And so we see more and more kids chronically stressed being diagnosed with these diseases like autism, ADHD, other learning disorders and sensory processing disorders. And what we see is that it's actually something that can be fixed. 
Not because anyone can fix it, but because the body was designed to heal itself. The body was designed to be healthy. We don't have more kids being born with learning disabilities because there's something wrong with our genetics. We have more kids being born with learning disabilities and sensory processing disorders because they're problems of the nervous system that arise from day one and sometimes even pre-day one. And it all has to do with the hormones and the stress system of our body. See, we're so overloaded with stress. Our kids are so overloaded with stress. They're put in front of cell phones. Moms are stressed. Dads are stressed while they're growing their baby, while they're pregnant. And then they go into the birthing and delivery room and they have their babies. And then the baby comes into a world that seems stressful because mom was stressed through the entire pregnancy. And then that baby's hormones are already functioning to present like it is stressed and protecting itself. The problem is, is that the stress never goes away. And there's only one way to get that stress to go away, and that is to stimulate joints of the spine, to stimulate the front part of the brain that can actually turn off that stress response to allow those kiddos to start to focus more, to start to be present more, to start to be more productive in the classroom, to stop having to take the medications that they may have had to take. And when this happens, we get kids who end up being more productive. We get kids who are labeled as learning disabilities who after a few months start paying attention in the classroom and start getting better grades and take an interest in sports and start acting like a normal kid would because they are a normal kid. It's just a malfunction of the central nervous system, the brain, and the spinal cord. And this is what we do here in our office, and this is what I see time and time again. I'll give you a quick story. I had a mom come in with a two-month-old baby, two-month-old who wasn't breastfeeding. He was fussy all the time. He was sleeping less than 20 minutes at a time, and he was having some digestive issues. Now, mom, to her, the doctors are telling her that she, he's going to grow out of it. She's literally having her pediatrician and a PT and a few other people telling her that, hey, you know, just let him fuss. Just let him cry. He'll grow out of it. It's no big deal. He's not breastfeeding. No big deal. Just give him formula. He'll grow out of it. He'll grow out of it. He'll grow out of it. And as I start to do an assessment on this little guy, I notice that his stress system is super ramped up. Through a very specific set of tests that we can do right here in my office, we start to realize that his body is overly stressed at this very young age of two months old. And so as I start to check some reflexes and I start to look at his eyes and I start to look at the way he's moving and the way that his joints of his spine are moving, I realize that he has interference to his nervous system, causing a stress response in his body to be stuck on. And so we start adjusting him. We start moving the joints of his spine and mom comes in not a week later, a few days later and reports my son for the first time since he has been born has slept for four straight hours, which is normal for a two month old. That's how it should be. My son for the first time since he has been born has regular dirty diapers. Now, if you're a parent, I'm not, I'm actually expecting our first kid. My wife right now is almost 15 weeks pregnant. Uh, but if you're a parent, you know that there are plenty of abundance of dirty diapers when you have a newborn. And so this mom is excited to have dirty diapers because she sees her son start functioning better. And as he starts functioning better, he starts sleeping better. He starts making more eye contact. He starts playing and guess what? He starts developing better. He starts becoming happy. He starts feeling safer. And this kid who guarantee you would have been labeled with ADT, ADD, possibly autism, or something down the line if we would have just expected him to grow out of these things that he was experiencing, is now a happy, healthy, flourishing, 99th percentile both in weight and in height for his age because of the way we stimulate the brain 
right here in our office. Turning off the stress response so he can experience a level of productivity in his life. One day when he's in school, mom's going to look back on this and she's going to realize that because of the care that he was under in our office, he's a totally different child. And I see this time and time again, and this is actually what brought me into the chiropractic world because I started asking the question in my classroom, what if I could adjust my students? How much better would the results be? How much more productive would my students be inside of the classroom if they could get chiropractic adjustments, adjustments that stimulate their brain in a way that allow them to experience more fully life, that allow them to turn off the stress response so that they can learn better, that allow them to turn off the stress response so that they can focus better, that allow them to turn off the stress response so they can get more in tune with themselves and figure out what they're actually passionate about so they don't get out of high school not knowing what to do, go to college not knowing what to do, feeling unfulfilled, and then getting out into the world and stop being productive because they still don't know what to do. And this is what I'm passionate about. Because whether you're a mother, whether you're a father, whether you're a son, whether you're a daughter, whether you're a baby, it doesn't matter where you're at, what phase of life you're in, having a healthy nervous system is the only way to ensure your maximum productivity. I'm not saying that you can't be productive. You can totally be productive. I was there. I was counterproductive as a teacher. And when I started getting adjusted, my life changed so radically that I literally quit my teaching job and became a doctor just so I could teach this principle to people because I saw how powerful it was within my own body, within my own self. I experienced it within me and I get to provide this for people every single day right here in our office. And it's the most amazing, magical thing that we could possibly do. And I can't take the credit for it because it's not me. It's you. It's how your body was designed to heal. You, me, anyone you come into contact with, we all have the same capacity, the same potential to be successful. That potential is determined by the health of our nervous system. The healthier the nervous system, the healthier the brain, the healthier the spinal cord, properly moving joints of the spine, all of these things in connection are going to give you more posture, more presence, more productivity, and ultimately more profit, which is what we're going to talk about in the next episode is profit. And I'm not talking just in terms of money because it's not just about the money, but profiting with your family, profiting and experiencing life at the fullest level that you possibly can through every phase, not just one day, someday. And that's what we're all about. Posture, presence, productivity, and profit. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at inside of your life right now, where do you wish to be more productive? Is it inside of work? Would you like to make more money? Maybe it's inside of school. Maybe it's inside of time spent with your family. Would you like to be more productive at work so then you don't have to bring your work home at night and you could just spend more time with your wife or kids? Wherever that place of productivity is for you, I want you to think about it. And I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing to ensure that you have a healthy nervous system so that you can be the most productive that you can possibly be? I'm going to leave you with that. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I hope that if you enjoyed this episode, you will rate it, you will review it, and you will subscribe. And if you're looking for more information about your nervous system or how you can function at a higher level, how you can have better posture, better presence, better productivity and profit, I hope that you will go to my website, www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com. Like I said, I love and appreciate every single one of you. We will talk next week as we dive into the conversation of profit or return on investment. We'll see you then.